This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. Richard, when nurses arrive in the United States, first couple of weeks, what can they expect? Good question. Uh, Well, go ahead, Nina. You tell us. (laughs) She would be the expert. (laughs) Uh, Well, when I came here for the first time, for me, um, I actually didn't know the employer. I, you know, there was a couple of strange moments uh, like you know I am not used to the, uh, uh, the, the the system here and I was concerned about how uh, my adjustment to the role here would be going to uh, and um, well I wasn't familiar with any of the policies and Michigan um, you know College of Nursing here the uh, licensing authority and the rules and regulations and things like that and COVID was also a boom here at that time and then um, back in Canada we do have weekly you know uh, policy changes about COVID COVID and uh, COVID management things like that but here I wasn't totally aware of what's been going on how to uh, attend patients and how to interact with others uh, how does the you know uh, the whole healthcare system works here so that was the biggest challenge for me is my first day with Connectix um, was a corporate orientation where they gave uh, you know um, uh, orientation on the whole healthcare system and what changes are being implemented during COVID and how to approach and things like that. It was a general orientation, but still we, we were kind of nervous on how to approach uh, in the facility actually. But in facility, again, uh, there was a good coordination from Siena Healthcare and Connectix. They made sure like we are going in the right path uh, Bong used to call me a couple of times uh, to make sure, you know, um, do I have any problems? Uh, uh, am I okay with the system here? Um, and they tried to incorporate many things to help us, you know, um, accommodate uh, the situation, you know, get adjusted to things like that. Um, and even though um, I had um, so many questions at the beginning, uh, I was able to, you know, get resources for being locating where I could find information and things like that. Uh, on, on my first day in the facility, um, I was introduced to the uh, management and administration team, and they were um, having an orientation package, uh, which gave me a list of things that I should be reviewing with the, um, you know, uh, the preceptor. Uh, and I should be aware of what all things um, which is relevant to that particular facility. Uh, And I was able to cope well. Uh, They gave me a good orientation here, uh, almost like two months. I was pretty um, familiar with the system, uh, the electronic system that was used in Michigan because I was using the same system in Canada. So in a couple of weeks, um, maybe in two to three weeks, I was... Um, you know, quite well versed with the electronic system here. 
uh, and the preceptors went through each nursing procedures as we learned in the schools, uh, like each procedures, literally, that was amazing. Um, so I coped well, I believe. Yeah, initial struggling was there because, you know, um, the place I work is, uh, I'm the only Indian there. So uh, that's another, you know, uh, we find odd between the midst of others. Uh, but then eventually they will get it. They, they always supported me and I tried to, you know, get into the line and it was great and amazing. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And it's so intense for the nurse when you first arrive in the United States, as you just described your first two weeks, you're getting orientation, you're getting trained, you're speaking with our wonderful bong. Richard, back to you a little bit. During those first two weeks, let's focus on the kids here, because as we just said, the nurse is very, very busy. What can parents expect from the kids' angle whenever they arrive in the United States in those first two weeks? What's that like? Well, you know, obviously, cultural isolation is a major problem, but I think that really affects the adults more than children. Fortunately, children are extremely resilient. Um, excuse me. Uh, itchy nose, excuse me. Um, if they, if you can set up your children to be excited to come to America, I think that's, you know, more than half the battle is won. Uh, again, children are very uh, resilient. So once they get here, um, I don't think cultural isolation is as big a deal for the little ones as it is for adults. You know, if you can get them out there and playing with kids in the street, in the park, or, you know, enlist, enrolled in school right away, they, they really adapt very quickly. Um, but that is something to be, you know, aware of and be concerned about going into the whole process as it is. I, I mean, there's nothing I could, I, there's nothing I could say that's like a magic wand and, and you wave it and everybody's happy, but in the entire family structure, the younger children are definitely more resilient and they're, they're going to bounce back and look at it as an adventure. I guess you could just try and convince them that it is a giant adventure and get them to be enthusiastic about the whole process. Wonderful piece of advice. Bunk, getting back to you. You guys in the United States, you have your family here. Now it's time to enroll your kids into school. How did you go about that? How did you go about that? Okay, so be before even uh, coming to the U.S. at that time, we have already been, uh, you know, like locating, like where are we going to be uh, staying? So near the hospital. And we were looking at the uh, schools around this uh, 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 around this area. So we've learned about the uh, the uh, zoning. So then, then we tried calling schools as well. Even uh, when we were in the UK, we we told them we are arriving on this date. This is the the uh, the grade of our our child here. And they said that they, they actually scheduled us for a date to go and see them. So uh, that's what we did. So we went and uh, talked to the school, and then we 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 gave the uh, gave you know uh, records and everything. It, it was it was easy. So make sure that you plan ahead when you're coming. Like well, that's what we did at that time. It's not just uh, you come yeah. and then be surprised. So it, it's nice to be prepared. So that's what we did. So it didn't. It wasn't like a. A, uh, a, uh, a, a long process or things like that because we, we have prepared ourselves. Fong mentioned something about zoning. Richard, can you go into some detail about that? What does that mean? 
school, uh, the actual school facility that uh, your children will go to uh, here in the United States is determined by the actual zone that you live in residentially. Um, so it's very much more, you don't get to choose the school you want to go to, or if you want to, you have to live in the neighborhood that is covered by that school district, or rather there is a school district and then there's schools within that district and the children are assigned to the school, uh, based on where you live within that district. I believe that's what you're asking me. Yes. Now, what happens if the kids want to go to a school and you don't live near it? Is that an option? Uh, typically not, <laughs> at least in my experience. There um, are uh, there are what they call a magnet school. Yeah. yeah. This no, one is called the magnet school, where outside the zoning, you can go and enroll. Yeah. What kind of it, school? A magnet They call it magnet, magnet school. A magnet school. Yeah. What is that mean is that a special type of school or how does, what does that mean uh, it means that they accept uh, students outside of the zone so if the students are uh, willing to enroll into that school this school has to be open into you know they, they advertise if they are like a magnet school that uh, they welcome students outside the zone they can enroll in that nina how did you go about enrolling your kids into school and finding the right school <laughs> Yeah, that was my biggest concern because um, when I was trying to relocate, I um, heard about those Texas shooting and all those things. So school safety and school academics my was my biggest priority. Um, so I did, um, you know, as I said, we were able to cross the border even without um, green cards. So uh, before even um, getting the green card, we had a couple of uh, opportunity to cross the border and see where I would be working and where the you know school zoning area and things like that. I did um, use the uh, Nishi website N I C H E um, to find out the area and zoning and the grades uh, schools are getting. Uh, so that was helpful. Like I um, looked into that and. Um, uh, we were able to find a school that had A grading. That means it's an excellent school in terms of academics uh, and diversity as well, uh, so that my kids can, you know, um, learn in an environment with a lot of diverse people. Um, and uh, apart from that, um, I tried applying to that school, but then they said, uh, as Wong mentioned, uh, they said they um, need an address uh for you know the child to get admission into that school so i have to actually once i got the green card uh, i had to actually book a apartment um near that school so that my kids would get uh, enrolled into that school um and uh, we were successful in that and um, my kids i was actually looking for two things uh because one of my uh child is in grade three and the other one is in grade eight so we were actually trying to enroll them all together because in us most of the schools are like elementary from one to four then middle five and six and then um high school um um, high school that's the, the the three different categories so when you come as a newcomer in us it would be hard for you to drive your one of your kid to another elementary school and, and drive another to uh, the middle school or high school whatever so um we were trying to find out a school which incorporates both the kids together 
so I Googled. That was my major source. And then I found out a charter school uh, which uh, nearby, which was of great rating as uh, and they accommodated students from grade one to eight uh, in that way both my kids were able to get enrolled in the same school so we don't have to drive two times and you know uh, which is difficult when you come as a newcomer and you were trying to settle at that time you want to make things easier so in that way um you know i i searched it through google through the nishi website and we were able to locate things we'll be back with the conversation in just a second there's a wonderful opportunity for you AMN Healthcare Network is currently recruiting registered nurses around the world to live and work in the United States. To learn more and apply, go to amnhealthcare.com slash international. That's amnhealthcare.com forward slash international. On with the show. So getting back into going to school, what is the enrollment process like? How was it with your family? Um, it's like I said earlier, because we have already called the school before we even arrived. So we have the schedule. So we brought everything like the, uh, this is very important, the immunization record of your kids, uh, the grades from when they started from, you know, from the beginning. So it wasn't really a, 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 a hard thing because when, when we arrived, it was a good, good timing because we finished school in England and then it was like July so it is the you know a good thing for beginning of school really for registration so we we have the schedule to go and see the schools because our kids are uh, going to be high school and elementary at that time and the very good thing as well is the high school and the elementary school is just you know facing each other the school so it wasn't hard because my daughter finished uh, an hour earlier than by the time I get her we go and pick up our son. That, that was uh, easy for us. But on the registration, it wasn't that hard because, like I said, we have already been contacting the school. We we got there. Um, we we uh, filled out the forms for the registration and everything like that. It, it was easy as long as you've got all the informations. And plus, you will need your, like Nina said, you will have to have the address. Uh, that's very important uh, for the school to determine that you're covered within that uh, zoning. What about transcripts. I want to take this one to Lisa here. When parents are coming to the United States, kids are starting to apply to school, they need to be able to send their records to the United States, showing their curriculum, showing their grades. How does that work? And what Correct. So the parent would want to gather that information from all of the schools that their children have attended um, until they arrive. So they want to bring those documents with them. So that'd be transcripts, uh, um, you know, curriculum, as you said, um, and their grades. So they'll want to they'll want to collect that from um, all of the schools that their their kids attended before they migrate to America. Richard, I wonder if you have an answer to this question. Some countries do all of their transcripts digitally. Uh And some countries just do paper. And a lot of times um, the schools will say, hey, we don't give paper copies. We just do digital and you have to get on our website or whatever to be able to get those grades. How do parents mitigate that? What advice can you give to make sure all that paperwork gets here in time? 
Okay. So if it's just paperwork, then I always tell uh, nurses to gather their uh, paper transcripts prior to coming here, put them all in a folder and bring them uh, with them. Uh, let me back up. So first, I always send my nurses a link to the local school district so they can reach out to that organization prior to their arrival and start a conversation with uh, said uh, district, you know, uh, alerting them that uh, your intentions, you're coming, you're coming with these children. Um, and how do I go about the process of enrolling my children? That's where they learn whether or not they're going to be taking paperwork per se or actual electronic slash digital records. If it's paperwork, I tell my nurses to go ahead and, you know, uh, get a get a paper file like my taxes here. Um, get uh, get all your paperwork together, put it in a file, put it in your uh, briefcase or suitcase and bring that with you. So when you have your first introductory uh, conversation with um, the school district, you'll have all that data available. If it is a matter of electronic data. You're going to want to need to speak with the local school district going to, again, obviously, find out how you transfer that data electronically and then contact the school district that your child's in currently and have them ship that ship that uh, electronically between the two databases. Nina, how did you go about this process of making sure that all of the paperwork the curriculum, all of that was ready to go for your kids' school. How did that process work? So this process was not that difficult for me because I came from Canada, Ontario, and they follow the same system as the U.S. Uh, so when I applied to the school in U.S., um, they actually seeked out to my kids' school to get the transcript. Uh, and um, the Canadian School Act, obviously, they provided the electronic transcript for them. Uh, the one thing I wanted to mention is when you are coming, you need to make sure um, your kids have proper immunization, which is very strict in U.S. Uh, you got to give the immunization record before getting admission. Um, so uh, for that, I did um, requested the healthcare in Ontario, Canada. Uh, and we can print it out actually from online. And it, uh, it was co-signed by my family doctor back in Canada. And then I brought that um, in paper um, signed by my family provider, family physician, uh, and I handed it over to the school here in Michigan. Lisa, do you have immunizations to come to the United States? Do nurses need that and their kids need that in that immigration process? Yes. Yes, they will. There are multiple types of um of medical examinations and things that they will need done in uh, our team and along with immigration team will assist you with uh, which ones that you need. I want to take the next question to Nina. What was your kid's first day of school like? Uh, first day of school, they were super nervous. They actually didn't like to come to Michigan at all because uh, for them, you know, my son is almost 13. So he is, uh, you know, the, has those teen group of friends back in Canada. And my daughter, uh, she's young, she's eight. Um, she uh, also missed her friends back in Canada. So 
they were quite nervous they were anxious and they were you know they don't have any kind of uh, they don't know one person there and they were thinking about you know uh, do i get friends how the teacher would be um how do i go to my daughter was super upset how, how do i find the bathroom how do i find my way back to class um is there any recess you know all those young kids anxiety anxiety and concerns and my son was like oh my god how am i going to deal with that uh, uh how i would get friends is there a basketball team is there a squad you know so many concerns and questions so um before even they went to first day of school to make them comfortable i asked uh, i called the school actually and i asked the permission for a you know um uh school tour with parents so that we can also see the school how it functions and things like that and they were quite generous to um, you know even the school was working on that day they were quite generous to give us an opportunity to um have a tour of the school they introduced us to the gym to the dining area the school uh breakfast and lunch options that they introduced us to the library and you know um uh, the university um uh information and all those things and um they also gave my kids um get introduced to their class teachers which gave them a kind of relaxed um and uh, relaxed feel uh, they were introduced to the their class and things like that and so the first day was obviously nervous and anxious for both the kids and the parents um but we made it through bong when i ask this question to you how are your kids doing now are they happy tell us about that <laughs> oh yes yeah so when we arrived uh, my daughter was 13 my son was 8 and now my daughter is driving on her own she goes to university of south florida she got the uh, scholarship there my son is now on his last year of uh, middle uh, middle school he is going now to uh, high school this this year so th- they're happy they're happy although they still uh, miss their friends as well in england but uh, you know they they love it here so Florida. <laughs> Always great to have that opportunity oh, to make new friends. Make I cannot friends. believe the time that we're already wrapping up here. I just want to get some final advice from advice everyone. I'll start with Lisa. What is some advice that you can give parents who are immigrating to the United States with United their kids? States with their kids. Absolutely. Just be patient. Um, everything is going to work out. And one thing I do want to say um just like long is that is that um, um The kids may not seem very happy at first, but they will definitely be happy once they get here and get settled in. So, um, stay strong, uh, stay patient and vigilant, and um, in time they're going to be very happy. So, no need to worry. Richard, what's some final advice, tips that you can give all the parents out there who are coming to the United States with their kids? Um, I would point out that uh, healthcare here in the United States is shockingly expensive and hard to find. So, be prepared to. Uh, have to tackle that challenge. Uh, a lot of my nurses are, are rather surprised. Um it is the nature of the United States, uh, well, the nature of the game here in the United States that uh childcare and I know this question was brought up earlier uh in the comment section. It is more expensive than uh, you probably expect, 
So keep that in mind and realize that uh, if you're coming here with little ones, you're going to want to try and find out uh, as soon as possible what kind of opportunities you have to put your child in childcare while you're at work. Thank you, Richard. Sorry Nina, to be a downer. Really oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nina, really quickly, what's your final advice for parents immigrating to the United States with their kids? I know it's quite nervous for the kids and parents to immigrate to a new place. Uh, if you're coming from India, um, obviously it's it's a great change up here because the system is totally different. Um, so the one advice that I would like um, to give to the parents with kids is um, before even arriving here, please look in the website um, and Google your you know nearby school and community. Um, and reach out to the, um, if you are a Christian, you can reach out to the religious community churches or, you know, uh, your community organizations here. And there are people who can help you. So uh, Google the area where you're coming and um, use the website Nishi, where you can find the uh, the school ratings and school the diversity and all those stuff. Uh, and it is a great resource. That's what I wanted to um, say. And uh, whoever wants to reach out to me, I'm obviously, uh, I can provide information about Michigan, um, uh, where I'm living currently, and I can uh, always be available to help in my own ways. Thank you so much, so Nina. Much. And if you don't have kids and you're immigrating to the United States, you can always get a pup. <laughs> she, she wanted to come here and join the show and say hello. This is my girl, Chanel. If you want to come to the United States, kineticsusa.com forward slash apply. Bong, one last piece of advice for everyone watching. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I know that we, like uh, onboarding, we provide a lot of uh, resources to, to the nurses, but uh, even though you can always, you know, like uh, get a lot of information on the website before coming here. It's good to be prepared, you know, and, uh, you know, learn a lot of uh, stuff and uh, know a lot of things where the state that you are going, you know, like uh, child care and things like that. So make sure that you're, you come prepared as well. Thank you so much, Bong. And of course, if you want to learn about different states, if you want to learn about how to prepare to come to the United States and all tips, as Bong said, go to our website, kineticsusa.com. We actually have an entire resources area there. It has all of our shows, as well as more information from you, how to get a car, how to um, make sure that your kids are enrolled in school, all these wonderful pieces of advice. So we are here to help you. Our team is here to help you. Come and apply, kineticsusa.com forward slash apply. I want to thank our entire panel of guests, our nurses, our experts from Kinetics. We really enjoy you participating in the show and giving everyone this wonderful piece of advice. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. AMN Healthcare International is currently recruiting registered nurses around the world to live and work in the United States. We offer both direct hire and staff recruitment, giving you more options and flexibility to begin your American dream. To learn more and apply, go to amnhealthcare.com international. There's also a link in the description. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.